Uh, welcome uh, to Donna Meets First, everybody, with Krista and Kiara on this Valentine's Day. Some, it's a birthday. Some, it's just a day for men to drain their pockets to make you happy with dinner, roses, candy, and some booty. It's pretty much what we have to do today. What did you do for your lady friend? Uh, it's her birthday today. So oh, wow. I, you know, and this thing is still kind of new because I'm like, I don't know how much. I know she wants to celebrate more her birthday than Valentine's Day. But yeah. You know, she's because people who are born on Valentine's Day, they don't really they feel like they miss out on a birthday. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Same thing with the people who are born on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like they get shortchanged. Right. You know, um, and so funny that she was talking to her mother who was born on Halloween. And she was like, let's exchange birthdays. Uh, yeah. Which I was like, okay, that could kind of work because I would love to be born on Halloween. Me too. Halloween, it's my favorite time of the year. Me too. You know, and then it doesn't get in the way. Of your birthday because nobody's really giving me gifts for Halloween. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a twofer. Yeah. You know, and her mother was like, "I would love to be born on Valentine's Day." Hmm. What's well, it's about love for some people. Yeah, it's of about, course. You know, so so you know, so um, I got my girl a uh, um a a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card uh, that I actually won here from the radio station <laughs> for Valentine's Day and a card. So. You didn't do that. Yep. I don't believe that. I think you got more. Knowing you, because you're very generous. That's all I'm getting her for uh, the Valentine's Day. I said, and then I broke down. I broke down what the Buffalo Wild Wings means to me about you. You are the buffalo in my life that runs the range. You are the wild energy that I need. And you have wings to carry me. I don't I believe fall. you. So There's that's, no way. That's what I, that's what I did I don't for, believe it. Uh, on that. No. Well, you're looking very ethnic today. Uh, you mean the... black? Just cause... You look gorgeous. Thank you. No, you look very ethnic today. Ethnic just because my hair is in a fro? Well, yeah. It's, you're very L.A. Oh. The glasses, the hair, the outfit. Oh, well, honestly, the glasses was just because it's really, really sunny yeah, So outside. like somebody was hanging out with Jordan Sparks and Sweetie this I know. weekend. I was. Can I tell you, I have the biggest girl crush on Jordan Sparks. I, I didn't even it. know that was Jordan Sparks until somebody pointed it out. I was like, oh, that is Jordan Sparks. She's oh. so sweet. Very nice. And I talked to her about my game, Like You Cards. Oh, and good. Telling her how I watched her Christmas movie. And I was like, I don't want to take up your time. She was like, no, girl, you're not taking up my time. You can take your time. Let's talk. Can I tell you that? You took up too much of her time. Can no, I tell I you that um, when you posted that the person I showed it to was Sarah because when Sarah was younger she went to a function for for that Aquafina hosted and um, the DJ was Nick Cannon and it was a function for Austin Mahone and Jordan Sparks was there and all the girls were excited these are tweens and Sarah was a tween and Sarah wanted to get an autograph and take a picture and the security said no and Jordan Sparks said no no I'd like to take a picture with her. Aww. She will always remember that because she's what? I think she, at the time she was in sixth grade. Wow. And so it was a big deal for her. And ever since then, I was like, Team Jordan Sparks. Because they don't have to be that Most nice. people, can I tell you, not naming any names, but there were a lot of celebrities at Sweetie's event who were very standoffish. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big deal. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. And Jordan and her husband, her husband was there too. So kind and so opposite of that. And it's yeah. so refreshing to see in Hollywood. It, it definitely. Yeah. During the break, I want to know who it was. Okay. That was rude. Please. Well, you, so your daughter wasn't yelling at you this weekend. That's nice. Well, uh, Mom, why are you talking on the air about 
on me again. No, stop. Why? No, but it was great because I was so excited to see that picture. I didn't recognize her because the last time I saw her was many years ago, so I didn't recognize her. But I was like, oh, my gosh. And so I'm so happy that you acquainted with her and I hope you guys stay in contact yeah we I posted her and she responded to the post too she was like oh I had a lovely time meeting you thank you for the game and we had a really great conversation about values which you guys know is very important yes of course I was just telling her I don't feel like there are a lot of women in Hollywood who display the same values that I have Mm -hmm. so it's really encouraging to see people who are like no I want to talk about being honest and transparent and kind and vulnerable and just all the things and she was like I'm going to carry that with me for the rest of the day oh I like that and great conversation I'd like to talk about how you and Michael look like the power couple so I'm sorry the poet I apologize you guys looked amazing thank you that dress was like I'm like where'd you get that dress Neiman Marcus I love that dress it's so funny. I, I know the I don't poet shop at a thrift shop because that's all. I'm like, he, no, he's stop. got. No, look, no, no, he has the best. <laughs> let me tell you something. This guy's got it figured out. Yeah. Not only did he like design a look, but he designed the most inex- inexpensive look for a man because all he has to do is go to thrift shops, and it's like that's it. Yeah, but, but see, he looks good when he whatever. No, he, he picks, pulls it off. He pulls it off real but well. All he has to do is just go. Uh, listen, he's. He's he, he's a genius. Can yeah. I tell you? You guys know the person. I forget his name. I can look up his name. He does like vibe checks, or he's like, "Where'd you get that from? Where'd you get that from?" He asked guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we played yeah, one how of his how videos. How much is the fit worth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was at the party, and he walked up to the poet, and he was like, "Whatever he says, something check. Where'd you get that?" And he was like, "Thrifted, thrifted, right. thrifted." <laughs> I love thrifted. it. I, I'm telling you, like I was looking at him this week, and I'm like, "This dude has got it figured out. He just he has his." He has this 80s slash hint of 70s, mm-hmm. early 90s style to him. And all that stuff is in the thrift shops yeah. because nobody wanted it back in the day. And all he has to do is go pick and he can get a whole outfit for, for $7.99. Yep, that's he true. Looked, he looked good. You both looked amazing together. Thank I love the pictures. We had a lot of fun. I told him I love when he comes to events with me because he's kind of like my blankie. Yeah. You know, just like my safety space. Yeah. Because I get anxious sometimes in those crowds when it feels very competitive mm-hmm. and everyone's trying to be important and show off. And yeah. I don't I don't like that type of vibe. So I have to, like, remind myself, like, it's fine. You don't have to engage. Yeah. Alan Watts yeah. or Shakespeare. And this is the best piece of advice you'll get. It's all a show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all a show, and I think Shakespeare goes in. The whole world is a stage. We're just many players, and we have our entrances and our exits. But if you look at everything like that event and just just take a step back and just look at it for what it is, it's all a show. And so if you go into these events understanding that it's all a show, you can kind of like, oh, they're just performing for me in front of my eyes this is the performance in real life it's in front of me and so when you go into these events with that mindset it's just like oh okay i get what they're doing or i get this and then also understand the psychology behind some of it although some of those are performers they're not comfortable performing intimately in front of you yeah Yeah. and so because they're not Mm -hmm. performing intimately inside of you it comes off as aloofness or a step standoffish when they're really shy or they're not comfortable being in that space jordan sparks 
came up to you because she's comfortable in her probably in her skin mm-hmm. and being in that space and operating. She knows how to work the business. Those who did not talk are probably shy, they're inexperienced, or they don't know what to say. And or they... also, I just heard a lot of, do you know who I am? Yeah. Or I'm going to call so-and-so. I cannot believe you would treat me. And in my head, I'm like, I oh actually have no God. idea. One of the reasons why I wanted to get out of L.A. for the weekend, pretentiousness was going to be on fleek this weekend. Mm-hmm. Not only was that, traffic was going to be horrible. I already I, pre- I already knew what was going to happen downtown last night when it came with the Super Bowl celebrations and then breaking into Jerusalem stores all that although the LAPD the LAPD Inglewood Police Department the NFL and the city coordination did an amazing job of, of keeping the violence down yeah um, because it could have really gotten out of control we, we had a few isolated incidents downtown and that's probably a lot of the drunk people who are at the bars hanging out downtown coming yeah. out into the streets so uh, but w- with that being said not that many it was a it was the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl was amazing the halftime show was the best show I've ever um seen in my entire life although some of you guys are haters out there and we'll we'll go over that we got to talk about that because i was like this is going to be don's favorite performance everywhere ever and then i saw your tweet i was like i knew it yeah right well it it was it was my i I, listen when we come forward i'll tell you why it was my performance it wasn't just about the music i'm an angelino at heart and so the representation of los angeles with the streets on the floor i agreed with that it was amazing absolutely amazing this was an homage to dr dre yes everybody wanted extra peace and and a long time ago i said the only thing missing from the super Bowl performance and i don't know if they mentioned it didn't they mentioned him late because of security concerns or what was 50 cent that was the only mm. thing i was missing missing from the f- performance because that was the other piece that dr dre had his hands in yeah because dre signed m m signed 50 they all ran through dre and so th- that was the only thing I'm missing for it and uh you know what 50 cent in his uh, in his old man body got up there and i was about and- to say i didn't recognize him. people were like, making fun of him i'm sorry i have some he's, constructive I, criticism he's old what do you expect he's, he's not 20 not, anymore well i know but he's not that old that he can't but look at with with money hanging upside down I know. as a that, 50 year old great, or however old he well, is that for me okay we all change our body changes as we get older i was just very nervous it was distracting because i just kept being like what if he falls what if it breaks what if i watch his head <laughs> crack open no my, no my thing was more like who is that he, he gained a lot of weight and i was like oh I, the only reason i recognized him was because of the chain around his neck other than that i would have never recognized yeah him. i mean you know the little head the sweatband around his head seemed a little like it was like we're doing a little too much because i'm like his head is too big for the sweatband but listen we'll talk about the super bowl we'll play some of the memories back and thought about what the game was good or not um, Bengals almost pulled it off. I know. I was really, really. Worried. I had to go back and watch the fourth quarter because I thought the Bengals let the time run out to give it to LA, and I and I and I saw that LA had possession and they ran the clock out, which I was like, okay, because um, I was half asleep during the during the Super Bowl. I woke up during like halftime. Um, and, and, and oh, and Andy, did, did they did they not beat the spread? The spread was plus or minus four. Yeah. So it, it is that beating the spread or not beating the spread? Um, if you pick the Rams, they actually lost because the it, spread it, was four. four. It was plus four. It was plus four. Well, for them, it's minus because they were the the favorite, right? Right. So they would have to have won by four, four or more, but they won by three. Right, right, right. So they lost. So you could have bet on the Bengals yes. to win and still won. Yes. Because the spread, they didn't beat the spread. One hundred percent. Got you. So I would, if that was a bet I placed, I would have won that bet regardless. Because I was picking the Bengals to win. Um, and let me tell you something. That football, the the who who was the quarterback for the Rams? Matthew Stafford. He was off all night. 
if this was truly a team effort, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, who else? Um, there's one of the quarterback, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. They are like snipers with that football. Yeah. The the quarterback for the Rams, and I don't know if Odell Beckham was not in the game, and that was the issue that he was used to. But like, bro, if you're a precision quarterback, you got to be able to hit the target. Like he was just throwing over, and, and everyone was saying, "Well, Odell would have gotten that." Same thing with an with a AB or, or or you know what I'm saying they would have they would have they would have gotten it. And he's gotten in such a rhythm of throwing to this individual where he couldn't catch the ball. But I was like, yo, like he was just off. He need we need some work on this. And I and and I heard that quarterback came from Detroit. Yeah, right. He so did. he had a horrible team in Detroit. He came yep. out here. So maybe we'll we'll see a better play. But I just mm-hmm. I was like, why is he like he had ample chances to? Well, that's also a testament to the Bengals defense that a lot of people didn't give kind of credit to. So I shout listen, out to the Bengals for playing I, good defense. I, I was listen. I was if it wasn't for the team effort when it came to the Rams that they barely won the game. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like the Bengals, they just had heart. And this was something, and you know, both teams did an amazing job. Listen, we'll get to this whole conversation about the halftime show because I would like because there's some haters. Some of them are sitting in this room that just seem to have an issue with the halftime show because oh, it's supposed to be a performance, and it was just the greatest hits. You know, they didn't really perform. I'm like, but we'll get into it. And um, and and the question of the day: Has Crip walking jumped the shark? Or you know now that what Crip, do you mean jump the shark? Well, what usually when something jumps the shark, it becomes mainstream and and little kids start doing it. Uh-huh. It used to be Crip Walk was an old man's dance or a gangster's dance, and then a couple of cool white people kind of figured out how to do it. We we give them kudos, but to see a uh, a a a um, I don't know a, a regiment of Crip Walkers on the field at the Super Bowl uh, made me kind of feel some type of way that the Crips need to come up with a new dance now. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll talk about that when we come forward. We'll take your phone calls, 800 is KBLA Talk 1580. We know you have options, options. but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. KBLA Talk 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Um, it was to me the best halftime show I have ever seen in, in, in a long time. And the reason I say that, if you look on the ground, the representation of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. we had a satellite view of LA at night, which was amazing. The only, the only critique I would have had to offer was, and, and it probably was a logistics thing. And I'm pretty sure that it was thought of because Jesse Collins, who put this thing on and shouts out to Jesse Collins, who used to be a radio DJ, but now produces a lot of events for BET and, and the Oscars and, and all over the place. The guys from amazing put together this, this Super Bowl uh, event. I, the only thing I missed would, would have been the six foreign Paula's doing a circle mm-hmm. around the stage, uh, hitting the switch. That's the only thing that was mm-hmm, missing. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that was. And that missing. could have been like a logistical concern. Or and, and listen, and, and I'm assuming that it was probably brought up. And the reason why, because you're on a field, there's a lot of moving parts. You and don't want to screw up the field. You don't want to mess with the field. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Cause they're already dancing on the field as it is. And then to have, and then they got the cars that are stationary and let alone having cars moving around, pounding into the ground with the with the yeah. hydraulics is not something in that and a sideshow would have been you know but that's 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 
that's that's just wish you know um, wishful thinking on my part. Would have been nice, but doc, this homage to Dr. Dre's and the things that he's touched from in, in the music, and and and, I, and I'm gonna talk about song selection here because. What he did was a lot of stuff that wasn't necessarily at the beginning of his career. A lot of people were saying no in WA. We 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 only got small melodies off of the actual album The Chronic, which to me is the greatest album ever. What we got were a lot of uh rhythmic hits, and I assume that the rhythmic hits from Snoop Dogg and, and what, what Dre did, what they performed were hits that were played on mainstream mm-hmm. and rhythmic radio throughout the country past ninety 95 or 94, whatever the chronic was. So I think when he came back out at, in the late 2000s, a lot of people remember these things because they move. He rested himself out of public view. His image and, and legacy grew big. And then when he came in, um, a lot of white hip-hop stations started playing his music. Uh, and so that's why they went with that because the vast majority of the audience probably watching the NFL is white. And then there are hit songs at the same time too. Um, cause I would like to see some Mary J. Blige earlier work, but Mary J. Blige didn't do her earlier work because Dre, she was with Puffy instead of Mary yeah, J. Blige. So, right. you know, so we stuck to Dr. Dre. Eminem amazing. Oh, I just realized that. That's what? why she couldn't do some of the earlier stuff. Right. Because this is, this was, so Dre from LA is the, is the, 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 the anchor and he's touched Snoop, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, um, 50 Cent and Eminem. Because I wanted Mary to do Real Love. That's right. what I thought she yeah, would have done. The second song was kind of slow. Yeah, that that was my critique, but then you answered. I was going to ask you a question about yeah. this, the music that he did for her. It so all, you answered tie, it it all yeah. ties back to Dr. I mean, like, Dr. Dre only rapped on two songs throughout the whole thing, but this is all about Dr. Dre's legacy as a mm. producer and an artist here in Los Angeles. So if you if you look at it through that lens, and, and I was talking to a friend of mine, I was like, the only thing is missing 50 Cent. And I don't know why they 50 Cent, like, his name came up late, you know, because they didn't announce he was performing until a day before. So I don't it could know. have been working. My legal mind, maybe well, they're working through the contract or something. I, you know, I, I, they've been perform. They've been practicing for four months already. So oh. I don't know what the issue was. Other, if it was security issues, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, um, or or you did not necessarily want to um, create. I mean, too too much. Because listen, there were a lot of people, a lot of detractors on the outside looking at. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg is gangster rap and 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 bad for not only the black communities but but, but for young people, young people, young fatherless people, people not family. Then, then you know, their lyrics were. They, remember we had Bill O'Reilly saying, um, "Why can't we get Michael McDonald of the Doobie Brothers?" And I'm like, "Yo, they they couldn't do that." And my friend mentioned to me, "This is I don't want to attack Dr. Dre. This yeah. is just alleged. I haven't seen the video." But she said she that there was a video of Dr. J punching a reporter woman yeah. in the face. Yeah, it, that, that's all been addressed. That, that's nice. that happened early back in the '90s. He uh, he paid her out. She still says to this day she suffers from some trauma from that situation. But Dre is not without fault. He's addressed it. I mean, he's led police on a high speed chase back in his youth. Um, and none of us are perfect, and we no. all grow. But no. I could see why someone would look at that track history and yep. be like, this is who you've chosen? Well, you have to judge. You cannot judge a man off of one incident throughout his life. We all fall short. you got to look at the entirety of Dr. Dre is Los Angeles. The Super Bowl's in L.A. He is one of the greatest hip-hop producers on the West Coast, if not in hip-hop music, period. Um, he's touched so much. And for 
I'm going to say about 80% of his life, he's kind of remained out of controversy. I mean, you really don't hear too much about Dr. Dre. You heard there that he went a little wild when he was young, and then you had the divorce. Well, I'll tell you what was missing. What? Hologram of Tupac. Oh. That's what he should. That's what it would have made it a perfect performance because he did California Love, and I was like, wait a second. Obviously, Tupac's dead, but wouldn't it be great if he did something extra special to make it like pop out? That's all he needed was a hologram of Tupac. Would have I been think nice. he did two songs of that Tupac, um, you know, performed. So uh, that would have been it. And then my only other thing was. Mary J. Blige. I was really looking forward to her, but I personally only one song I liked. The other one I, I wasn't a fan of. Like it was a little slow. Yeah. Yeah, but you answered no the more question. Pain. Yeah. I, I get it. I, I liked that song when it came out. Yeah, I yeah. just it wasn't down it wasn't her best. I felt it was a Debbie Downer for yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what it, that's what it felt like. <laughs> was, I just was like, oh please. Don't so make me the, sad. the Tupac thing, there probably may have been licensing things going on behind the scenes, and and like again, everything you're probably thinking of, they probably tried to work out. Mm-hmm. They've got 14 minutes to make a spectac a spectacle, mm-hmm. and they they accomplished that. I, I want to say that the sound. You know they so so basically had they had show tracks running and and then on top of that as as they are performing to the show tracks which have lyrics in them, the sound was perfect. Yeah, the sound That's was a, really. Let me good. tell you something. Very hard to get sound on TV and in the stadium equalized in a way that everybody can hear it at the same time too. I, I heard from both perspectives because people were recording from the inside. Not a, not an easy feat. So from the sound design was amazing. And just, there, there's so many legends. I I find it hard to even really criticize a legend. It's like yeah. you've done what you've done, and you came on the stage. You're bigger. You gain weight. Whatever. I respect you. You're a legend. Give you your props. I just look the 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 NFL and everybody got what they wanted. The NFL wanted a show with no controversy. They got that. Well, well they got on. controversy. There was controversy, yeah, Don. Hold on. The right See, side we is know. going in. Yes, hold, come hold on, on, Don. Hold on. Okay. There was a show with little to no controversy. Okay, let's say that. Okay. <laughs> All right. They it. got an amazing performance that wasn't vulgar or anything like that. The performers got a chance to say a couple of things by, uh, there was a line in uh, with Dre still not digging the police. Which they told him not to put in there. Well, yeah, yeah, he did it. it. Yeah, okay. And then there was the uh, the kneeling that I had, like, you know a show is good when you miss stuff the first time and yeah. you had to go back? I was like, Eminem. So I saw Eminem, but I didn't recognize what he was doing. I was like, why is Eminem on his knee? And, I'm, and, then, they, and then they came, everybody pointed out online, Eminem took a knee. I'm like, yeah, he oh, yeah. he took a knee so smoothly that you didn't even know he took a knee. And I'm just that's how say, smooth he was. I seen white people on Twitter saying, or this one white guy said it was a sexual anarchy. Really, I uh-huh. didn't really get that. I got, I, I got hip hop club scene. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Eminem didn't take a knee during the national anthem, and on top of that, he didn't even take a knee on the field. Yeah. He took it on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you if you're complaining about that, you need to look at your life. True, I uh, agree. All right, so listen, but we'll, we'll get to some of this. We'll take your phone calls and what you thought about the uh, halftime show of the NFL. We'll talk about the controversy that is coming up out of it, which is just you know basically a slow slow news day, and, and people are tired of talking about Ukraine. So now I got to talk about Eminem. I'm taking a knee. We'll get to all of that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. At KBLA Talk 1580, we do black history every day. Not just one month a year. Honoring our past, representing the present, charting our future. We're unapologetically progressive. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting live from Lower Park, USA. Welcome back. 
back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, so that is Snoop Dogg. Now, now, did you guys feel some way that there was one brand that was represented of here, which we all know if you're an Angelino of Tams. But, uh, you know, did we feel some way maybe Roscoe's was not in there or some other, you know, M&M's? I don't think they could have, though. I I mean, from a legal perspective, if I was negotiating that deal with Tams for product placement, I would be like, no competitors. I don't know, but I don't know if Tams paid for that. Well, maybe not paid for, but they had to get permission to show the logo. You can't show a logo that you don't own. So I'm sure they had permission. I'm sure there are conversations. And I'm 99% sure in that deal it said something about competitors. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all know Tams, Tams, Lucy's, you know, Tams, Lucy's. What else is there? What's the what's the burger joint? Is it is it, is it all Tams burger joints? And who the hell is Tams in the first place? That's what I want to know. Who's Mr. Tams? Great question. You know. Uh, he but, was celebrating last night wherever yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like, well, Tams burgers are all over L.A. You know, that's a, that's, a, that's a good thing. But it was an amazing halftime show. I just love the representation for Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Um, that really kind of just kind of made, you know, kind of kind of put a tear in my eye as I was watching the show. And, and listen, it was flawless to me. Can you believe? This is no lie. I was shocked. I didn't know this would even be possible. Uh my the, the the job I have in the morning, the one lady, she's not even to me. She's not even that old. She's mm. in her mid fifties. She had no idea who anybody was on stage. No, I said you don't even know Snoop Dogg. If anybody, I go my mom. She knows Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Then she made a good point. She said, when you were younger, did you play that music for your mom? I said yes. She goes, that's how she knows. I don't have any kids, wow. so she had no idea who anybody, not even M&M. I'm That's, like, what? I don't understand. But, it, I mean, it goes to show the, the generational disconnect sometimes. Yeah, but, I mean, you know? I thought everybody in their fi- – I, I mean, isn't Dr. Dre and Snoop, are they, like, in their 50s? I think so. I would just I think, mean, they're up there. I don't know if they're in their 50s, but they're up there. Yeah, I would think everybody at least would know from, you know, even media, right? So oh, I yeah. was stunned that there was one person who – that lives in Los Angeles, born and raised in, in L.A., had no idea who they were. Dr. Dre is 56. Snoop Dogg is 50. Wow. Interesting. He looks good for 56. They were getting it on stage. I was watching with my family, and I said, I bet you I can just see Don just crip walking all around the room (laughs) while he watches his performance. Well, listen, has crip walking... Jump the shark. I mean, we we saw... You know, and one other person I want to congratulate. So, Jesse Collins, um, MC Light for doing the, the announcing... Um, uh, Mickey Guyton. Oh, Mickey Guyton. She did a great job. Did you I think. Th- did you hear that they messed up her name or yes. something? Well, I, I they, was like, what happened? Well, they went to Janae Iko, and so Janae Iko was singing America the Beautiful. America the Beautiful, yeah, which she which did a great I job. think I think America the Beautiful should be should be the new national anthem instead of the Star Spangled Banner. I think the America the Beautiful is what we want to accomplish mm-hmm. and what we dream America to be compared to the Star Spangled Banner. And I think we need to have a conversation about replacing that because the Star Spangled Banner, I know there's the third chorus, it's racist and all this other stuff. And, and I know it's patriotic about a battle, but it's like America the Beautiful, I think we, you know, that song was just an amazing song. So when Janae Igo was singing that, they went to Mickey Guyton. 
can I ask you how many people would have even known who she was? Because I had zero idea. Janae? My daughter had to tell me who she was. Yeah, I Janae had no Ico? idea who she was. Oh, she's an LA girl too. You don't know Janae Aiko? She's no. so cute. But that's what I'm saying. How many people really knew who she was? Everybody knows who Janae Aiko is. Uh, I don't know. I think there are probably a lot of people who don't. I love her music. She's another person who I think just tells great stories. Yeah. Like uh, Sailing Souls. I love that album. But she's very can be very artsy and ethereal. So if that's not your thing, you mm-hmm. might be like, mm, Well, she did a know. great job, both of them. Yeah. America the Beautif- Beautiful and Star Spangled Banner, all of that was amazing. I agree. I was very, very happy with the performances. I loved both ladies. They yes. were very different. They were very good. Different mm-hmm. types of black performers mm-hmm. just all across the board. And I was like, man, the NFL must really trying to get on black people's good sides right now because yeah. every well, single person is of color. Well, I, like Jesse, I think Jesse Collins said that everybody hit their mark and and, and it was it. So uh, so here's here's some of the detractors, okay, are saying that this wasn't a performance. It was the greatest hits melody. And I, listen, the performance that you got mm-hmm. You got Eminem kneeling, and then you got the Crip walking on the stage. What are the two chances that anything like that would ever get into a Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah, None. never. So, uh, yes, it was the greatest hits melody, and yes, it, it wasn't like some spectacular performance, but I thought the overall macro of it was a great presentation of a show. It was hip-hop, greatest hits, amazing dancers who worked their behinds off, who I cannot praise enough. Yeah, they did a great job. The aesthetics, mm-hmm. the sound, um, and then all the people who, who went into work to put this together. Everybody executed on a high level, and it showed in an amazing halftime. I, I didn't know what to expect. Blown away. Live up to the hype. Well, I still think this is this is a close second to Prince. To me, Prince still blew away every single halftime show I've seen, yeah. I've personally seen. But this was a close second. Now I just felt bad for the people who were like on the other side of the of the of the performances who yeah. only saw the back of it. I felt like I'm like, oh, everybody must have paid. Like, was this like when you paid thirty thousand dollars per ticket for the for the Super Bowl tickets? Like, this is why you got the thirty. That's why I got thirty because you get the show in front of you. Because mm-hmm. you know you you only got to see half of the show unless you were looking at the I guess the 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 the, the uh, screens. Uh, because everything was on one side, which is weird. I thought they would. It would have been nice if they had it open. Um, but they did what they did. I, well, I, I am. I'm looking at this article from MSNBC. They said the NFL Super Bowl halftime show was a masterclass in gaslighting, which I thought was wait, 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 wait. MSNBC says that. Uh huh. What? What? What is the more or less that just that the league has a lot of race and gender issues and they kind of have their toe in the water of saying we care about black people but also don't kneel don't talk about cops don't get too deep just put on a good show it's not you know but but that's yes but you're you're and this is something that i hate politicians do is that you take you you forget to take into account that there is a different perspective outside of yours in this country that you have to that you cannot that that you cannot sit there and bend to your will like the owners they feel some type of way about the controversy regardless of how how you feel about it mm-hmm. they feel some some way about it and they're entitled to feel that way and i'm not defending them i'm just saying that you have to understand that there are multiple perspectives on there and so to sit there and say gaslighting i think roger goodell is doing the best that he can 
because he didn't have to do this at all. No, he didn't. They could have put uh, Maroon Five on yeah. there or Maroon Five uh, yeah. as Sharon or yeah, really something very you know cheesy or the, the the Gangnam Style or whatever, and they didn't have to do this at all. I yeah. interpreted it as them definitely making an effort. I could see how even them asking Doctor Dre not to say anything about you know bad word cops. I get that. I think maybe asking Eminem not to kneel. I understand why they would do it, but at the same time, you're inviting all of these black people. Shouldn't you let the black people use the platform to talk about what's important to well, them? And they did it in a very classy way. They didn't do it very vulgar, but I also understand, like, they, there were also, there were reports about, I saw the reports that basically come out saying that they, they didn't want him to kneel, the policing thing, but they, there were also reports coming out that the NFL saw the rehearsals and they knew that he was going to kneel. So, yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. He didn't kneel during the Star Spangled Banner. He didn't kneel. He didn't say anything. He just took a symbolic kneel that that you had to watch twice to catch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't even know he kneeled. I was just like, oh. And the him. camera people probably switched it real quick. No, like, no, oh. no. No, it was on him for a minute, but it was he did it so smooth that he, that one performance was ending and another one was beginning. Yeah. And so unless you were literally paying attention, because they had to call it out, I was like, oh, he is taking a knee. I was, because yeah. I, I was like, why is Eminem doing that? Mm. I, it, didn't, it didn't dawn on me. I was just like, oh, he's just holding his position there. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't really think anything about it. And then I went on Twitter. I'm like, oh, he took a knee. Yeah. And it's also the older I get, the more that I'm realizing that you really cannot make everyone happy. No, No, you can't. It could be the most perfect, respectful performance. Someone's going to dislike it. Someone's going to criticize it. Well, the, the the, the, the problem with that is that there are just too many people in this country. And for us to be all aligned, we would have to be some type of communist nation like China where we think alike mm-hmm. but because you have the freedom of individuality here in this country that different people are going to have different perspectives depending on how they were raised and then the cultures that they were exposed to mm-hmm. and so i didn't see anything gas i mean for joy reed to put this on her blog the readout blog nfl ga- super bowl halftime show was a master class in gaslighting yeah. sounds like she's trying to gaslight something it's, yeah. it's weird because it's i saw really liberal people who were saying it wasn't enough they should have done more but then i see really conservative people who are like this is ridiculous you, you the types of messages that these people have is clearly very left leaning there's an mm-hmm. agenda and they're just up there trying to support and have a good time see i did not read what anybody said about it because i didn't want to get upset because mm-hmm. I, I really had a good time watching it and I we recorded it so I watched it again and I really enjoyed it I'm keeping that up there for a while because mm-hmm. I had that feel-good moment and yeah. it reminded me of you know my youth and seeing them perform it just reminded me of so much so I didn't want to I didn't want to hear what anybody had to say about it All you right, know what I mean? so we'll get to Sean and we'll get to Robert um, we'll get to your phone calls at 800-920-1580 we always invite you into the conversation I thought this was the best Super Bowl halftime show, but not necessarily because of the music and the performance, but more so the representation for Los Angeles, and that's what kind of made it special for me. And then also Dr. Dre deserves to be given his flowers while he's still alive. Um, I think anybody who grew up he's during the era. Alive. It sounds like he's ready to. Tie no, I mean, you don't. Re- you don't really like. You don't yeah. really like 
show people the love that they deserve until they're dead. That's that, true. I always thought that was weird. Like yeah. when Prince died, all these people came out honoring him and how yeah. special he was. And I'm like, this could have been cool to right. do while he was living. Yeah. It's exactly. cool to be celebrated while you're alive. And Dr. Dre has made an impact not only on Los Angeles, he's impacted a lot of artists' lives, but he also um, impacted hip-hop music. You know what I'm saying? And so there's something to be said about that. Yes, Yes, there are negative things about Dr. Dre, just that if they were to dig in anybody's life, you would find negative things. But for the most part, other than this messy divorce, we ain't really heard from Dr. Dre, controversy or not. He's just been letting his work speak for itself over the number of years he's been in the background producing. Now that I found out he's 56, I feel really bad right. feeling a certain way about him. I, I keep forgetting he's oh, older uh, and people can change. Oh, so, so I feel really bad. Oh, so throwing the divorce papers at him at the funeral was elderly abuse now for you? Yeah, okay. I feel bad. I, I feel bad everything I said. We'll I was get, thinking yeah. I was talking about a 40-year-old Hilar- guy. Hilarious. Well. we'll get to your phone calls when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Nobody's perfect, but everybody's important. Don't change the dial. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Are you trying to figure out So, Nick, so, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. This is a little Kim song, but. Oh, it's not Luke. She's on it. Hold on. I know the answer. Hold on. This is a Neptune's beat, which I hate. I hate Neptune's production. It's just garbage to me. But, no, no, people like it. Oh, this is a Pharrell, this is a Pharrell song. No. This is not. Is this Eclipse? It's on Oh, this is a Justin Timberlake song? Oh, no. What is it? Ray J. Wait a minute. Ray J, you need a refund. You need a refund for this song. Hey, I like this song. No, his, his only song, not to get off track, his only song... I love this song. This is a good song to work out to. Ray J has one song, okay, and that mediocre at best, okay. This is Ray J's only song. This is it. Oh, this is a good song. This is Ray J's only song, okay. And I know he's attempted to make other songs, but this is no, Ray no, J's "The Boy's had, Mind." Um, <laughs> just throw it in the bag. That was Ray J, right? Uh, uh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Wait, yes, that yes. wasn't Ray J? No, no. Well, so no. what were you gonna say? I got Andy. nothing. No, no, Andy. Ah, okay. Name, name me three Ray J hits. I'll wait. Wait a minute. Formal invite. I hit it first. I oh hit... wait, no, I found one. Sexy can I? That's young bird. Oh, I like that no, one too. No, it says Ray J under Ray J songs. Oh, okay. I thought that bag song was Ray wait, J. Dang. Wait, hold on. What, how, what was that? I Hit It First was not a hit song. That was a diss to... That was that was a mediocre attention grab trying to latch on. And it was very uncouth of him to sit there and make a song like that about Kim Kardashian, regardless of whether he hit it first or not. And I'm pretty sure he wasn't the first. But I digress. Uh, what'd you say? Oh. What was the other one? Formal what? I don't, let me see. Cause look, I don't even remember. I don't even remember this. But let, let's let's. I'll humor you for a second. Let's hear this. Yeah. All right, another another Star Trek produced track. Garbage. Okay, what about "Sexy Can I"? That's that a was a one. good That's song. A good one. Yeah. You can't say that wasn't good. It was a here. hit. That was a big hit. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, this is the explicit version. Let me see here. 
I just, I don't, I don't. It's just something about his production. I love Pharrell. I love Pharrell, and I love what Pharrell has done, and I appreciate his body of work. And and I'm not hating on his production style uh, as far as it not being good. It's just, there's something about it that I find offensive. I don't know what about, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a Virginia thing. It's an East Coast thing. I'm pre-programmed to West Coast music. I don't know what it is, but I've never liked anything. And I never throughout my career could understand why people liked anything that came out of Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. I might have to you put him up there with Teddy Riley. I, I signed. Uh, yeah. I love Pharrell. Yeah. Like, love him. I think his work is great. I love his music. Grinding. Blast. Blasphemy. What? Grinding was a garbage song Are that everybody g- seemed to like. I loved that song. Oh garbage. My gosh. Complete garbage. I'll give you. What about. He had one with Snoop Dogg. Beautiful. I stand corrected. I'll give you two songs. Yeah, that's a good one. That's one a really wish good one. and sexy can okay. I for Ray J. We got two. Outside of that, we 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 um we stretch it. Uh, it looks like he had a song on the Dr. Doolittle album. That's cool. Yeah, we stretch it. And listen, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Ray J. Ray J's Ray J from L.A. I support him. Let's just let's just be honest about our our um let's just be honest about our catalog we're not catching ray j on verses unless he's going against somebody named young berg or <laughs> and and young berg changed his name to somebody else i don't i don't know i forgot what he changed his name to he's a producer now the name changes are exhausting right so you're not you're not going to catch ray j on verses you know what i'm saying so you don't really have that much of a body of work but i'm not dogging ray j cuz he's from la and he's brandy's brother you already dogged him yeah you did no no i i dogged i dogged what you guys are saying are hit songs I well, hit it. no, those I songs hit were first. hit songs. I hit it first. Not he's got two. All right, and I forgot this one. Yeah. Okay. Well, look at he's made a very good career in love and hip hop Hollywood. People like him. I mean, I think that's no. the main reason why some people watch him. I mean, watch that show. It's not, because of him. He's very smart, very talented. Mm-hmm. He's a great businessman. He knows how to jump on an opportunity. I'm just. We're just talking about the catalog. I'm not. Yeah. Hate, I'm not. I'm, I'm, we're just critiquing the catalog. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not hating him. Dr. Dre got on uh, with TMZ this morning, and they asked him about the show. Still, kind of hungover. A lot of people were hungover. There are a couple of things that happened during the show that were, were people are wondering if the NFL had any say so in this. One of them being uh, M taking taking a knee um, behind you at that point, and then the other being that Kendrick uh, didn't either. He didn't say it, or it was censored. We couldn't tell uh, watching on TV. But there's a line where he says, we hate the popo, and he didn't say popo, or at least we didn't hear it. Did the NFL weigh in on any of that? Well, I'm sorry. There were a few things that we had to um, change, but it was like really minor things. Um, M taking the knee, that was M doing that on his own, and there was no problem with that. Um, I think, you know, the beginning of Kendrick's sets, he says um, if Pyrus and Crips all, they had a problem with that, so we had to take that out. No big deal. We get it. But mm-hmm. all in all, everybody came in. We were professional. Everybody was on time. And everybody really felt the magnitude of what this thing was and, and what we were going to be able to accomplish. And, and you have to understand that when you're working, when the NFL is inviting you in and they want to highlight you during the Super Bowl, it's not, it's, don't, don't get it twisted. This is not a game wrapped around a halftime show. Right. This is 
a halftime show in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. And that's why everybody is there. And you can't lose focus of that because they can replace you with anybody. Mm-hmm. So I understand him wanting to say, hey, listen, we don't want to glorify gang culture. I mean, you know, you're doing the Crip Walk. Can we take out the pyrus and the, and the gang names? I'll let you do the Crip Walk on the, it's cute, on, 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 the, on the floor. And it was it was a fantastic experience. We actually were going to put you at the top of the show, but you weren't available because you I'm told you wanted to make you wanted to make a Burger King run because you hadn't had Burger King in so long because you wanted to be yeah, in shape man. for the you, show. You know what? My my uh, my trainer is going to be upset about this. conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and by the way, by the way, Harvey, it was I made a. a a turn instead of Burger King, I went to McDonald's. There's something about those McDonald's <laughs> French fries. Right, right. There is something there about is. the McDonald's, but but, but, the, but the burgers are just right. <laughs> fries. You know, people, so, you know how many people you know, have been I'm there? I'm like, you know, I deserve it today. I'm 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 gonna treat myself and go on a pig out today. That is. I don't know, Dre. I think you need to stay in the gym. You were looking a little. No, I thought I personally Dre thought he looked. Listen, I them, I them, thought he looked pretty okay. No, them, in comparison to Fifty Cent, he looked a lot better. Them side shots of Dre, I was like, oh, we need to get back in the gym. I think he looks great for his age. I do too. Mm-hmm. That's the insult when there, you say you look great for your age. Wait, no, it's not. It's just know, context. You know how many people that are like about thirty years old that are really out of shape? They don't even have his shape. I mean, there's a lot of younger people who are in bad shape physically. Yeah, him and Fifth, him and Fifth need to get back in the gym. Well, Fifth eating 50s. too much power money, and Dre <laughs> is eating too much of that. Uh, uh, I sold my uh, 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 headphones to uh, Apple uh, money. That's what they're doing. They both enjoy. Look, he's fat. He looks. No, he look no fine. they look. They look good. They look good. Yeah. No, I'm just. I worry about. You know, weight's hard to get off the older you get. So I worry about these two. He does look good for his age. Yes, yeah, you're, he right, does. you're right. But that's an insult when you say somebody old. This is. Uh, I think no one's gonna. <laughs> You you definitely earned that, man. Uh, have all the McDonald's you want. You could have had both. Had McDonald's and Burger King. Hey, right. <laughs> just real quick, um, what did everybody else say? What did Mary, Mary J. Blige? What did Eminem? What did Snoop? What did they, they say to you? How did they? How did they react afterwards? Let me tell you, man. Everybody was extremely excited. You know, Mary. Mary came back here to the house um, last night, and we went downstairs to the studio, and she was playing me samples and. And we were just vibing out because, um, you know, we're talking about working together on her next project. I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to be saying this or not. So I'm sorry, Mary. But, <laughs> but you know, I'm excited about it. We're talking about working working on her next project. And we were downstairs having a, a ton of fun, man, just listening to samples and music and, you know, playing around like that. And, you know... Um, Don Cheeto came over and he's see now this is like you too rich now you just too mm-hmm. like one of my favorite actors you know so it, you know I just had a house full of amazing talent and that's all we did just sat in the studio and played music and had fun dancing around you know and and listen this is Dr. Dre's weekend all love to Dr. Dre sure you know they're like I said you we need to give our people their flowers while they're alive and he should have been celebrated this was an homage to his career and what he's done for not only Los Angeles, but also the hip-hop in itself, as it is evolving over time. And he, you know, you just can't deny it. Jesse Collins, everybody that was involved with this this thing, rarely do things live up to the hype. Mm-hmm. Right. This lived up to the hype and exceeded, to me, exceeded I, the hype. To yeah. you, yeah. To, to me, And I, I really liked it, too. Yeah, but I mean, there's some people like, it wasn't really a performance. They were just singing the greatest hits, and Mary J. Blige's a meme today, and... 
you know, because she fell. Did you see her like like when she they did a when she fell out? Right, she did. She they did an overview of her kind of laid out, and and then that became a meme of like uh, really. What what people are like? Yeah, after she finished her second song and she just kind of fell out. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that that that, meme is everywhere. Yeah, 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 she became a meme. So, but shout out to Mary. You know, I'm saying she's got projects that are getting ready to release, and we'll talk about her a little bit later on because. According to her, she was broke uh, when, when that divorce happened. So we'll get to that. Quamel, I see your phone call. Uh, he says, you tripping on the Neptunes. Yes, I'm tripping on the Neptunes, Quamel. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Neptunes. Never was, never will be. But that does not mean I don't understand their greatness or re- or recognize how great Pharrell is and what he's done for music. So don't don't get the two twisted there. I just It's just not for me production-wise. I just never liked it. Okay, but wasn't that Teddy Riley? All right. Wow. Well, okay. You know, but when when listen, when he got underneath Teddy Riley, happy. I love happy. That's a good one. It's a good so one. So positive. Yeah, yeah. But not the hip hop songs he make, which is and 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 it's not every his song because he's produced some stuff for Justin Timberlake that I absolutely love. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the grinding. I didn't get. He, he he it's like he was like oh yes i know i know everybody got grinding everybody grinding. loved grinding it was a song that put the clips on i get it, it I, I thought so it was garbage good. i got but 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 to, listen but to put this in perspective i didn't like we balling by jim jones it took me like twenty thousand listens to get that song because i was like what is this garbage still to this day i don't like grinding you know really wasn't a big clips fan but i'm i want to preface that with that i'm not taking away their greatness i just just wasn't for me it's just like you know you know how you, you get an album and you listen to it and it's like it's a bunch of album cuts? That's what the music sounds like to me, a bunch of album cuts. All right, Kwame, we'll get to your phone call when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Let us give you a word of advice. Let us give you a word of advice. Always, Always bet, bet on, on black, black, black. Unapologetically progressive. Unapologetically black. black. KBLA Talk 1580. Damn, you, you did it, fool. You did it. Storm, you did that, fool. That is a Watts Homie Quan. If I don't know if you guys follow Watts Homie Quan on Instagram, he's uh, kind of like one of those Instagram comedian type individuals who makes skits online. Very popular. I think he was in Insecure, maybe the last season. Uh, very popular here in the streets of Los Angeles, and he was talking about Storm DeBarge, which I, I don't know who Storm DeBarge is. Who is that? I don't know. I don't know if Storm DeBarge. Like, I guess he knows Storm DeBarge, and Storm is a dancer. I think. I don't know if Storm DeBarge is related to the DeBarge family, mm. you know, but I would assume it with that last name, maybe she mm. she is. I, I would think so, too. But she's also maybe a dancer. Um, I'm going to look. Look, look, she she tweeted in 20, in 20, in October of 21, Lord knows how bad I want to dance at the Super Bowl. So I'm assuming Watch Homie Quan was, I guess, watching her. And she performed at the Super Bowl. So good for good for Storm, um, and good for Watch Homie Quan out there. You know what I'm saying? That's that's street love right there. Let's go to Quan Mel and Gardena. What's up, Quan Mel? Who says I'm tripping off the Neptunes? Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. That's I'm, just kind of start of it, uh, Don. I'm a, I'm, but I'm listen. I'm a stand by my. I listen. I'm a, I'm a die on the hill of okay. I don't I don't like Neptune's I, production. I I, I get it because I, I have my unpopular opinions. Like, I wasn't down with the Miseducation of Lauren Hill album. I thought, I thought Ooh, that song I, Oh, that's black. blasphemy. Yes, yes. I'm, yes, I'm going to start some controversy yeah. with black people. Yes. Listen, though, but the thing with the thing with Neptunes is 
say what you will, but you got, you got to understand when you get up when you get up in the young Cleaver back in the day. Yeah. When that young Jay Z, I'm a hustler, baby, give it to me, Drake came on. Yeah, yeah. Or that Snoop Beautiful came on. You know how the ladies respond. Yes. And you do you had and you, and you knew what was happening. And and when and when and when Pharrell and Chad put that magic on Justin Timberlake or on Robin Thicke yes. or on many especially yes. Cleaves. Yes. Come on now, there was there was much magic there too. So you cannot front on that. I cannot I deny. Talk- I cannot and I I cannot and will not deny the impact that Star Trek, Pharrell, um, the Neptunes have had on the hip hop music. Yeah. Not gonna, no, no, ne- yeah, never yeah, gonna yeah, deny it. And how genius Pharrell is, even when he was walking around with that big old hat. Remember that big old hat that he had on? Yeah. Which yeah, is, I, which was I a, didn't mind the hat. No, 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 but it, it was an amazing, okay. an Arby's hat. It was an amazing marketing <laughs> no. piece that he just walked around with. He's a genius. Okay. The guy's amazing. Now I got to make this connection though before I before I go to the yes. game itself because yeah. I need I need to call out LA fans. Okay, okay. Now now you got to understand you got to understand this with the Neptunes. It's the progression from the old Whispers and Shalimar productions of Leon Silvers mm-hmm. to Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis to Babyface and them to you know he who he who should not be named now you know your boy yeah. uh, the the Pied Piper yeah, yeah, yeah. to Neptunes that that young progression of of those of those of those slick boogie jams. You, you is, is that, that what it life. is? Maybe that's what I'm missing out of it because like it, it just when i listen yeah, to a neptune, when i listen listen to a neptune's beat it's just so far in outer space that i just i can't get it and See, i think that kind of record that janet jackson should have picked up the phone and called pharrell called chad and said produce this next record and you're and you're right that, about that, you're, that's you're that's right about him you, you listen you're right about them being also in the terry jam uh jimmy Jim, jimmy jam terry lewis space because i didn't like any of their music either and they've done <laughs> listen <laughs> But listen, hold on, hold on. Let me let me preference let me let me preference that with listen. Let me preference that with I'm not I'm not taking away I'm not taking away from the greatness of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They deserve every accolade they get. You're about to give my man a heart attack. I know that was funny. I'm saying you hear this violence he's choosing. Oh, Donovan, you can't be so contrarian, man. Man, you say amazing so much. Now you want to be the right wing super contrarian. Here we go with that. No, no, no. You sound like them. You sound like them crazy right wing trolls that been. Wow, I'm a right wing troll now. Look. They were wilding, though. I, I want to talk about that for a minute, too, because yeah. I'm like, how, how triggered can you really uh, okay, be? Okay, well, before, before we get to that, let's get to the game. What, what did you have a problem with the game? Okay, no, no, no. Well, I mean, first off, I mean, I've been following the Rams games all year, and 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 it's been a little bit of a heart attack. It's been it's been up and down because I know just because the Rams are competing with the Dodgers and the Lakers for LA attention. Yes. So it so to to really to secure those fans that ran off to these out of town teams. You got, you got <laughs> yeah, I know. Online, like, the Los like, Angeles the traders. I, I get it. Oh, 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 oh! It's, oh, and it's so, it was so foul because what? Guess what? Though Raiders been gone twenty five daggum years, but watch if the Raiders. That won a title, Crenshaw would have gone through. Oh, crazy. Crenshaw yes. Yeah. Crenshaw was silent last night. I was disgusted by that. But I'm saying, well, listen, you know, I, the just, Rams, just the Rams as, got as, it done. As, as an Angelino who's still warming up to the fact that the Rams came back because I'm still a little heartbroken that they left in the first place. 
And well, George Fussieri's fault, though. That's yeah, I know. Not the Rams as a whole. I know. I know. Though. I know. I know. Listen, Rocky by the ship, which I'm proud. I'm proud that that happened, and I was I was very happy with Taste of Inglewood and everything that Inglewood did. Yeah. It, they 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 they, taught, they turned the mother out. It was it was so beautiful. Yeah, I, so I, 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 I was very sh- I was very happy with the result. And shouts out to Mayor Butts too for 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 I guess being behind the scenes in Inglewood and making sure that this happens that the SoFi Stadium got pushed through and and, and then we got you got to you got to put Mayor Butts. I would think that the Rams should start giving, should give out rings to not only all, to the city council members, to Mayor Butts, to the mayor here in L.A., and then maybe, okay, and maybe, maybe the police chief for, 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 for handling. I mean, they all played a part in the Super Bowl, so you got to bring them all along. I mean, at least at least at least the right wing truckers didn't come nowhere near the Super Bowl. So yeah, well, hey, what, what was that about? <laughs> what was that about? I I kept hearing that all weekend long about these truckers are gonna mess up the Super Bowl. I'm like, what? They 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 just they just like chaos. They like they like you. They just like they like choosing <laughs> violence, man. I don't know what it is. Now, nah, but let me, let me, let me yeah. I, I know I'm being silly. I'm being silly. But let me tell you another thing though. Yeah. I've been I'm I I I I locked on to the Rams when they when they made that Sean McVay hire. And they, and they got that, and they got it together with that second season here because that Jet Fisher first season was horrible. Yeah. But the thing about this season was it was that Matthew Stafford had to learn how to how to beat these people. He started to show it down the stretch, you know, with Cooper Cup doing this. I'm not gonna get all sports talk yeah. on you, but no, no, I, get it. I mean they went over, they went over November and, and kind of drove me nuts. And then 49 er fans and everybody else was like showing out and stuff. But I was so happy that the Rams they 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 shut down Tampa Bay with 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 with, yeah. with, 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 a, with a three point game. They shut down. A 49ers and made everybody take them 49er jerseys. So, oh, so let me ask you. So let me ask you. Let me ask you two questions. Okay, so was was Rams QB just not hitting targets? He just wasn't like. What, what what is your impression of him? Because I just kept seeing overthrow after overthrow after overthrow. And when I looked at Brady, yeah. when I looked at Mahomes, even when I looked at Burrow, they were snipers with that ball. It, they were they were either they were putting it in the in the hand before he would look up. It's in your hands. That's how precision they were with the ball. And then this Rams quarterback, I was just like, ah, he's just like, he is just. Well, you got to understand, after all, after all them seasons in Detroit and not being able to trust nobody, now you get the number one defense up around you. I think I think the offensive line was kind of kind of skittish though. I don't think they were creating the proper holes and all that. Again, I don't want to get all yeah. crazy sports talking on you, but but they, but they were learning how to win these types of games. So now that they've done it, I, I think they've proven just like the Dodgers over there with Dave yeah. Roberts and them. They've proven that they can get it done. So I look forward to seeing what's yeah, going I, on. I, listen, and, I look forward yeah. to these bandwagon fans trying to come <laughs> back because they because they talk a lot of trash. And I couldn't stand it. Now, lastly, the halftime show. Oh wait, 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 wait. Before we move on, I just want to ask one one other player thing not to get all debbie downer but is odell beckham done this is the second time he's gotten hurt this he was hurt when he was playing for the Bengals, and he's gotten hurt in this game is it is it is is it no are we approaching the end of no he may may look like he may he may make face like a japanese cartoon character but no he's not done it's kind of like it's kind of like those those nba point guards you got to just kind of learn how to work your body differently which I wish Todd Gurley would have done back when he was here, but yeah. I, I think I think I think he'll be all right. You know, what I mean, it's gonna be it's a six month thing. That's how those okay. ACL things usually go, just like in basketball. So I think he'll be all right. But the halftime show, okay, I go talk ahead. About yeah, that. yeah. Like I said, now I have, I have them controversial opinions too. I'm a I'm a LA B boy, right. you know, Unity Project Blow it, all, all that, that type of stuff. But the thing, but the thing, but the thing I love that Dre did, and and Snoop and them did because Snoop and Snoop is a theme to hip hop. I appreciate Snoop yeah. all the way. 
is that what they did was they made that love letter to L.A. Yes. That, that, made, that made you made a person that's from here yes. and actually proud to love L.A. teams and, 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 and the nooks and crannies of L.A. say, you know what, I popped my collar and I said on Facebook that, uh, that, that, that's, that that shows that we've come a long way from what we went through yes. in those times in the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s when, when you could not put on Blue and Inglewood. You could not put on Red and Gardena. Mm. I mean, you, 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 had, you, you had to be, those colors were strictly for Bitten. Crips are wearing red, bloods are wearing blue. I mean, you see stupid in videos wearing burgundy and stuff. You could not see Nipsey was wearing red. You could not see that back in those days. So that was that was the love letter to them. It was we a love letter and, to and, Los Angeles. I love that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and that's why the Rams needed to take that thing home because L.A. needed to go now, nuts about a thing. Now, L.A. really needs that big time. Real quick, do the Crips need to retire the Crip walk as it's become too mainstream <laughs> now? And we need to come up with something new. I mean, because uh, I saw a whole dance crew that could be on So You Think You Could Dance doing the Crip walk. Uh, just like back in the seventies, the Crips are the eight hundred pounders that can kind of do whatever they, they whatever they see fit. As, as long as long as they act right and they got they got the backs of black people, if they want to keep Crip walking as a bunch of twenty year olds, fifty year olds doing anything, who am I to judge? All right. I, I, I don't bang. I rock the good rhyme. The Crip walk has turned into the old man <laughs> dance that you can if you can do it and you're still cool. Hey Kwame, I got thanks. I got to run. Thanks for the car. Appreciate Bye, it. Peace, peace. Yeah, it's it, it's turned into like even Howard Stern was talking about this. He was like that dance that Snoop Dogg was doing. I want to learn how to do that. And I'm like mm-hmm. that's the Crip walk but it's like as a grown man it's not cool to dance but we need to have one two or three moves that show that we still got it and so the crip walk is one of those moves that if you can master um it gives you just a a a whiff of coolness in your olden age like oh you still got it pops okay old head i see you go ahead now okay listen we'll we'll get to more of this conversation in your phone calls when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 we know you have options, but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. Stay tuned. On your Department of Public Health. We're listening around the clock, around the clock, and your time to be heard is right now. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Am, am, am I wrong to say that this, that's a Scott Storch beat? Does anybody know that? I think that's a Scott Storch beat. Okay. Was he really playing the piano? Yeah. And he knows how to play piano. I think, I don't think a lot of people knew. I just, I wish I was in the stadium when that bass started running off of them speakers in uh, on on this song. You know what I'm saying, like. There's something about how this song hits when it's equalized and you got a good sound system. I just, oh, wow. I wonder if they got one guy like, hey, listen, your one job is to turn the audience of the stadium up. Mm-hmm. At a specific time, that's it. You know, you you, you got one button. Right? <laughs> one one job. button is to turn the atmosphere of the, of the stadium up, so everybody gets 
and then bring it back down. That's all, that's your job. That's a stressful See, job. It is a stressful. Listen, everybody was on point from the directing of the uh, of the halftime show, the Super Bowl, to every artist hitting their cues. And if they made mistakes, we didn't catch it. You know, I'm just, uh, you know, from an Angelina standpoint, I'm a little, a little salty about the crip walking becoming mainstream now. That was kind of a hood thing that you know only those who knew knew. You know, every so often you get a white boy come in here doing it. <laughs> but now grandpas are going to be doing TikTok videos, crip walking on Instagram, you know, just to make it go viral. Let's go to Roger and Temecula. What's going on, Roger? And yes, I agree with you, Roger. There should have been a Tupac hologram, and I'm pretty sure they probably wanted to make that happen. You just didn't know who licensed Like, who's in charge of licensing Tupac? Well, hold on. How come you agree with Roger, but when I said it early well, well, on, you didn't agree with me? No, no, no. I, it would have been nice. I said they probably they probably thought it out. Like, it'd be dope to have a Tupac hologram. But at some point, you got to draw the line because there's just too many. I mean, what's next? Right, we got to get the DOC, the dog pound in. We got to get Nate Dog, the Nate Dog hologram. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, where, where does it end? No, next is the easy, NWA easy. Like, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to draw the line at some point. True. True. You know, I was hey, like, hey. Can I talk? Yeah, yeah, can yeah. I go talk? ahead, Roger. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, John, <laughs> I, I agree with you, man. Look, I, I, I don't play sports, but I look at, you know, uh, the annual highlights of basketball yeah. and stuff like that. My wife is all into that. But, man, that, 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 that quarterback. They need to take him back home. <laughs> they need to take him back home and practice. He, he, he was all over the place. And I'm not a sports guy. Now, now flipping back to Tupac, yeah. I, I, I think those guys. I, I think it was too. It was too big of an ego for Tupac to be on a hologram. Because we all would have remembered that and live and die in L.A. Come on. Oh yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You know. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that's 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 my spill. Okay. Well, I'm I, I'm glad that I'm not the only person who kind of saw the quarterback kind of miss because he had he got ample amounts of opportunities to kind of really drive the score up, more so for the gamblers out there who were betting, you know what I'm saying? And he just he couldn't connect in a lot of different uh, 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 things. It, it was just it was very interesting, and and it really was the team, the Rams' whole organization. From the defense, offensive, and even the coaches on the sideline that, that helped them work themselves into victory, because it was it was it was looking yeah. kind of it was looking kind of wildly for a shaky. second. It, it, it was shaky, and the other things they had the angels with their butt. They had the angels on their side. Yeah. You know, they called L.A. the angels. Yeah, he got lucky. He got the he, he got did freaking lucky. Hey, listen, you know, because I was like, man, if the Bengals listen, there was one play, and it was the last possession that the Bengals had, and Burrow. They were they were swinging Burrow around. He just managed to get the ball out of his hands, and if yeah. it would have connected with that one guy who just barely would have got it, they would have had first down, and they yeah. probably could have won the game. But that was yeah. the, that was the defining uh, play of the last possession that the Bengals had that they just didn't connect on that one thing. Yeah. And so the better yeah. team the better team won. You know, but uh, we, we 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 need we you know this is this is not the excellence that LA deserves. We need to work on that. Yeah, absolutely, and and you you tell that to the coach because he's all <laughs> pixelated. You know, you, you got to go talk to him. You on the air, so let it be known. You know that ball is all over the place. All right, all I, I, the place. I, if I see the coach, I'll make sure to tell him. But they probably already know because they're probably already reviewing film and getting ready because they want to keep this going. You know, oh, so and and listen, they've got Tampa going to be at their back. Uh, definitely the Chiefs. Definitely the Bengals. They're going to come in here and try to figure out what they did. 
So, you know, it's, uh, you know, but I'm listen. Like, can we just live in the fact that we're winners for yeah. a whole year? That was yesterday. Yeah. Right. For a whole year. That was yesterday. Hey, girlfriend, slow, slow down. We understand that. <laughs> I'm just saying, it just it just happened. I'm still celebrating. We trying to, listen, we're trying to stay winners. That's where we, not, me and Roger coming from. That's right. And bring Tupac back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roger. Thank you so much, man. All the way out in Temecula. I appreciate it. Uh, before the uh, Super Bowl kicked off between the uh, Rams and Bengals, Mary Mary took the stage to perform their oh, rendition yeah. of Lift Every Voice and Sing, uh, joined by the Young Orchestra of Los Angeles, um, Tom McWilkins, Principal Conductor uh, of the L.A. Philharmonic, uh, Hollywood Bowl Orchestra, uh, Erica and Tina, uh, uh, shined in their hometown. Uh, Erica and Tina's from L.A.? I forgot about them. No. Mary Mary's from L.A.? I thought Mary Mary was from, like, Atlanta or something like that. Well, I've wow. seen them out church- at churches and stuff. Oh, right? wow. Did you see how stunning they looked in their, yeah. their cute little sequence outfits? So they looked beautiful. adorable. Very classy, yeah. and I loved it. I loved it, too. Well, that was very nice of the interview doing the Black National Anthem or Pseudo National Anthem. I, I, I didn't, it was very nice. I, I didn't need that. You know, but uh, I appreciate it. I'm not going to knock it. No. They made an effort. I, I got to give it to them. Yeah, they made somebody, an effort. There was somebody talking about we don't need two national anthems. I think that was Bill Maher who said that. We don't need two national anthems. I think it was him. I yeah. Right. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's cool, and I appreciate that. But I think we need to switch the national anthem to America. America the beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I also think what gets lost in a lot of these conversations is there's what's aspirational. That sounds great one day in the future. But then there's also what is. Where we're at is two national anthems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We need to go to Oh Beautiful for Heroes Proved in Liberating Strife, the more than self, their country loved, and mercy more than life. America, America, may God bless the gold refined. I think this song, America the Beautiful, is a better representation than the Star Spangled Banner of where we are today. And I think maybe, maybe you know, maybe we should, it talks about a little bit of a battle, but talks about a little liberty, talks about everything beautiful about the country. I um, think we should have a new reality show called the national anthem competition yeah. and people compete to write the new national anthem and america gets to vote just like america Not a new exactly yeah i mean stars talking about is cool but like i think we need to at some point kind of re rebrand ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. rebranding of we america. rebrand of america we are no longer the in the 1700s and we need to let go of things of the past and move this country forward and if you want black people to get rid of slavery let's get rid of some things that white america is holding on to and move forward together and i think that's a conversation that we a good politician should bring up that we could we could have but uh i got a twitter comment about um uh, somebody wanted us to talk about Mary Mary. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, not my favorite piece of it, but I respect it. I thought they did a good job. I was okay. it, it took me off guard because they were switching keys like in the middle, so I, I didn't know where it was going. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, was it that good? Was it good or? Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I thought they I, did a really good job. I, I respect them. I I was surprised to be honest when I saw them on TV. I was like, oh wow, because now, they're they're not performers I expected to see, but they're they did a, to me they did a great job. Yeah. Winning contemporary gospel duo and Inglewood natives Mary Mary. They went out. They went. They had two announcers. They really went out with that. Mm-hmm. Performing live from SoFi <laughs> Stadium, uh, she is a Grammy nominee Accompanied winner. Accompanied by the L.A. Phil's huh. Youth Orchestra, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. I love how they now Los Angeles. <laughs> Mary, Mary, with lift every voice and sing. Let's see. Oh, it's it's a weird uh, 
they're missing like a middle level, right? Is that what it is? Oh, like a third? Yeah, to kind of even it out. It does seem a little... I can see how that would hurt. It does seem a little... You know, Supo's not where you want to try out some new material. <laughs> you know, you, you try out the new material in Sunday church. That's where you go. I mean, I didn't mind. It, it was a cool melody. I just was like, where is it going? Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's it's like you've got this acapella. I mean, this... Uh, not, not acapella. This... Um, um, like, soprano version up there, and then a lower version. It's just missing a middle register to balance everything out. But look at the setting, though. I mean, when you look at the setting, they're walking into Super Bowl. They're surrounded by a bunch of water. It's a perfect, you know. What are we, we going to get baptized next? What are we no, doing? But what, what are you saying? saying? Like you're, you're you're outside. You know, you want something relaxing. And okay. then when you go inside, that's when the big party. But this, you're walking into ooh, something this, nice. This wait, which next one part is, which is one where is I got Eric, a little confused. Which one is Erica Campbell? Is that the one with the blonde hair? I can't see. She I is. Oh my God, she is beautiful. I love this little little sequence thing. Yeah, I love it. Full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a oh, song. She's trying to get churchy with it. Yeah. Full of the hope that the present has taught us. Facing the rise. See the key change. So maybe they're just trying to be a little bit more dramatic with it. Yeah, I was just, I, it's a version. I was trying to sing along, but the key kept changing. It kept doing different things. I was like, let me just let y'all let do see, y'all's job because I don't know what I'm singing right now. Which one is Erica Campbell? Oh, yeah, she is. Man, let me tell you, I'm a sucker for a full-fledged, beautiful woman. She you got is, a crush, huh? Well, she's just got a full-figured body. I mean, she's... The one with the pants, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the other one, we need to... Um, they're both beautiful. They're both beautiful, Don. Stop. Don't even... They're don't both. even what say. Don't even whatever, say whatever you're about to say, because I know it's not about to be nice. No, I was gonna say that we need to. Mm-hmm. You can't even think of a nice thing to say. See, we need to take this gospel music uh-huh. and partner with Twenty Four Hour Fitness for. Oh my God! A type oh, of God. No, 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 no. No, no, they both look beautiful. I, I will give them that. I love the sequence. But this, uh, this little pantsuit thing she got going on. Okay, all right, uh, Miss Erica Campbell, go ahead. So I didn't. I, I missed that. I think I was asleep during that. Did so. you watch Janae or Mickey Guy? Uh, yeah, I saw the piece. I think that was the only mess up of the Super Bowl. Was that? What was the only? Oh, when they yeah, yeah, yeah when they got yeah, Mickey yeah. Guyton first and then Janae Aiko, and it's like uh, they were like, a little confused. Yeah, they were like here's Janae Aiko and showed Mickey. You just say just look, blame it on the intern. That's right. it. That was the intern. All right, uh, Mary J. Blige coming out basically saying she was broke. We'll talk about that when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. At KBLA Talk fifteen eighty, we are we Black are History. Black History. Twenty four hours a day, seven days seven a week. Days a week. Three hundred sixty five days a year. Three hundred sixty six days in the leap year. We never turn in our black card. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty, your ancestors' favorite radio station. Station.